last several years, we've been watching a local company just grow like crazy. It just grew again by acquisition. Imaginuity used to be Calise, and then they merged, and now they've brought on a new partner. And they know more about you than ever before, and they're the people that help deliver all the experiences you do when you're looking for a new product or searching on the Internet. And Taylor Calise is the CEO and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's great to be back. Great to be back. You know, you got to I got to catch in with you every catch up every six months because you guys do something different. You know, I mean, this is as much. I guess it's a technology company, and technology changes a lot. So, so tell me what you do now with the acquisition of is is it Beacon that you purchased? Yeah, Beacon Advertising. So, um, really, that was actually probably more of our non-technology side of the side of the house. Um, a lot of traditional advertising. Uh, Restaurant retail clients. Uh, so we've really ventured into servicing with both our technology and traditional advertising, um, really multi-location brands. So anyone with, you know, 50, 80, 100, 300, 1,000 units, um, you know, our technology and creative and advertising services, um, along with the media team, um, are really designed to support that. So brought on Evan and the Beacon team um, to continue expanding out uh, uh, the that range of services. Well, this get so this gets you away from just internet, just screen time, right? Yeah. So we had, um, believe it or not, we for years and years we've uh, we send a ton of direct mail. So we do a ton of direct mail, ton of outdoor buying, a um, little bit of radio and TV buying. Uh, but yeah, this gets us um, back to some of the roots uh, with some of that traditional advertising, in-store advertising. Um, a little bit more than the digital focus, uh, but we've been expanding there too. So, you know, uh, new business wins inside the digital space, um, really expanding both sides of that business. Well, is this a hedge on your part or is it a change in no. the way people, you know, in the, in the way people consume? No, not at all. Um, you know, we're still extremely bullish on the digital space. I, I think with Evan and his team, um, it continues to round out our management team. Um, so, you know, an additional, you know, layer of management team there um, adds firepower to our creative services, uh, both online and offline. So um, continues to give us scale and support there. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a hedge at all, but more or less an opportunity for us to to continue expanding and, and add some great brands back to uh, the portfolio. Well, but there are changes. I mean, my sense is there are some changes in the way people consume information uh, and and oh, in some cases, screen time is down and and uh, there seems to be a movement back toward the more conventional. Plus, I mean, there's the there's the question of of, you know, of tolerance. Uh, I get I, I get a lot of ads, you know, emails sometimes, you know, ads. And I look down and it's from a company called Constant Contact. And I said, well, yep. yes, that is an appropriate name. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there's no shortage of, uh, you know, you're, we're all hit so much. I mean, every time you open your phone, you drive down the street, you open your mail. Um, it doesn't matter. You're kind of you're hit. Um, and now they're moving into, you know, connected TV. So you're on your Netflix and um, pretty soon you'll be seeing ads there and ads with Apple. Um, I think that they've, you know, they've solidified their stance on um, continue to build out their ad network. So I, it's everywhere. I mean, you can't 
you can't go anywhere, it seems like, without seeing an advertisement or um, you might not even know you're looking at an advertisement, too. Um, sometimes, well, uh, you know, a product placement they, they, has been around for a long yeah. time. But, you know, it's yeah, interesting. But, and you are you're probably just old enough to really remember only commercial television, for example. Uh, yeah. You know, before, you know, HBOs and Cinemaxes and everything else were sort of ubiquitous is that I mean, and, and it was and it looks like we've come full circle. I'd agree. Um, you know, it's but you look in the last 15, what is it? The iPhone's 15 years old. Um, it's kind of crazy to think of how far that's come along. Um, and before that, um, at TV and, and, and cable, it was the primary primary consumption method, um, along with the old the old days of the Internet, um, you know, banner advertising. So um, we it, we go anywhere the customer is. So they tell us, you know, that that demographic data tells us where to go. Um, and we're, you know, we're targeting there and our our services are really built to allow for that. So whether they prefer to be, you know, communicated in the mail or they prefer to be communicated with on Facebook, um, you know, we have the capabilities for the brands we service to, to execute on that. So is there a next big thing in, in your industry? Um. I think privacy is probably the biggest thing that we're all talking about. Uh, so, you know, they're, uh, the, the, the European unions, you know, led that charge. Uh, I think, you know, people in the United States are starting to wake up to data and data privacy and the individual states um, are waking up to it. Uh, so I think that finding a way um, uh, to incorporate privacy into everything that, that these platforms do um, is probably the next biggest thing. And quite frankly, still kind of a question mark, right? I mean, you got states creating their own legislation. You yeah. got the federal government kind of creating legislation or choosing not to move on it. Uh, so a little bit of limbo land. But I think, you know, that's probably one of the biggest um, biggest topics on our radar as we as we look into the next two to three years. Yeah. And that opt out. I mean, I saw and I did first see it in Europe. And, and now it's become a little more commonplace yep. here. You know, offering me a chance to, you know, don't follow me or, or opting right. out. And, and so how do you get around that? Because you're, you're trying to get to me if I opt out. No, even if, if you opt out, we got to respect that. So sure. um, we respect all those databases where they're available. Um, we, we, we respect uh, the privacy of the consumer. I think what it will what ultimately do is drive up the cost of advertising long term. You know, but we're probably five, ten years away from really really seeing what that looks like um but these platforms um as they as they focus more and more on privacy that data will become more and more difficult to get so naturally um you get less targeted so the cost ends up going up and the cost ends up getting inflated from a direct response standpoint you know you as much as any business i can think of could be anywhere you want to be i would assume that you can i mean you're you offices sit in downtown dallas yep but you can truly become an international company pretty easily can't you uh internationals uh you know i think that's a big um that's a big leap but certainly um you know work from anywhere in the country you know certainly any any anywhere on this side of the world whether it be north uh canada um go down into south america central america um but yeah absolutely i i think that the this whole, you know, kind of move to hybrid workforce and, you know, follow where the best talent is, follow where the consumer is, follow, you know, follow where the revenue is. 
um, you know, it's uh, these last couple of years have really accelerated that. And, and I think that um, that'll can we'll see continue to accelerate. You know, we're we're looking for the best talent anywhere we can get it. And, and so you're a virtual you are a virtual workplace. Then, right? Yeah, we're um, we like to pride ourselves on really hybrid. We built, uh, you know, we had the we had the luxury of building out a new office space right in the middle of COVID. So we got to really rethink everything. You know, as a new lease was coming up and we were moving buildings um, after seven years um, in the last space. So, um, you know, we built this really around collisions and, and collaboration. Um, and so, you know, people come in two, three days a week, um, you know, big kitchen, big bar, big stage, big conference rooms. Um, so a lot of space. And um, uh, we do have people that, you know, work outside the state, but really hybrid. Um, so those couple of days a week are really important to us uh, to get together and create relationships and, um, you know, work on the client's business and solve the really hard challenges on those days. And, you know, the two or three days that are work from home, um, continue to get the work done and, and continue to execute. Well, we wish you a lot of luck with the acquisition of, of Beacon. Yep. Restaurant business is pretty good. There's a lot of turnover in there. <laughs> yep. they, they need you, I think. <laughs> Taylor yep. Delise is the CEO of Imaginuity, and we always enjoy our business. Thanks Alrighty. a lot for the time. Well, thank you for having me today. Thanks. For more of a conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.